I'm Alana Rocha with a brief look at the latest news in Texas politics and policy from the Texas Tribune. After several years of leadership scandals, repeated low state ratings, a state-controlled school board, and an exodus of students to charter schools, Edgewood ISD in San Antonio is still struggling to recover. Today, the Tribune's education reporter, Aliyah Swaby, asks and analyzes whether the billions of dollars more that Texas put into schools to raise teachers' pay and improve pre-K programs will be enough to help the high-poverty district turn a corner. Despite changes at the top, local leaders have a long way to go to convince demoralized parents and teachers who have stuck with them, in some cases for generations, that things will go better this time. Now to the state capitol, where one House lawmaker is resigning from a key post amid allegations of targeting Republicans. And across the aisle, a longtime Democrat has announced an early retirement. First, Dustin Burroughs' resignation as chair of the Texas House GOP caucus became official Friday. Conservative activist Michael Quinn Sullivan has said he secretly recorded Burroughs and House Speaker Dennis Bonin asking him to challenge 10 House Republicans in the 2020 elections. Burroughs has not yet publicly responded to the allegations, which had prompted some of his colleagues to express private frustration with the fact that their caucus leader was largely remaining silent on the matter. After more than two decades representing parts of northern and western Houston in the Texas House, State Representative Jessica Farrar will be retiring at the end of next month. Farrar, an attorney, rose to several leadership positions in the lower chamber during her long tenure. She called her decision a very difficult and emotional one, but said an early departure would allow for her successor to take office and hit the ground running ahead of the 2021 legislative session. She's called on Governor Greg Abbott to schedule a special election for her seat on November 5th, the same day as Houston municipal elections, to afford the most robust voter turnout at the least taxpayer expense. Exactly two weeks after a gunman killed 22 shoppers at an El Paso Walmart, mariachis, serenaded parishioners, gathered to mourn one of the victims, Margie Ricard. Her husband, Tony Basco, didn't have any other family in town. So he invited all El Pasoans to celebrate the love of his life at her funeral Friday. Their response overwhelmed him. Hundreds of people lined up outside La Paz Faith Memorial and Spiritual Center in central El Paso. The crowd eventually spanned several blocks and grew to nearly 1,000. Our Julian Aguilar writes that the thanks went both ways. El Pasoans who lined up to offer their condolences said they also owed Basco for offering them a chance to come together and try to heal as a community. I'm Alana Rocha with the Texas Tribune. You've been briefed. The brief is sponsored by the Texas State University System. The Lamar State Colleges in Southeast Texas have reduced tuition 25%, the lowest level in 10 years. Learn more at tsus.edu.